Hello and welcome to episode 23 of The Perfect Cast. I'm Lisa. And I'm Jack. This week we discuss Magic for Humans Season 3, The Last Dance and Dead to Me. We also talk about Shit's Creek, Afterlife and the Nintendo Switch with Animal Crossing. Yeah. What up? <laughs> We're back again. Episode twenty three. Um, we're late again. I know. I had to. How is it that we are locked inside our house, can't go anywhere, but have no time to yeah. do this? Like, what? what is happening? It's really bad. I don't feel like I've got any time to do anything. It's, it's just work. I know. Work. And then I think we can plan the podcast normally when it's like a usual routine, but we don't yeah. have a routine. And we keep doing like Zoom nights and stuff, so... Oh, it's like preparing for those as well. Yeah, like we've been quiz masters for a lot of those. Mm. So like you did two last week and I did oh, one yeah. this week. And then yeah. we have bingo this week and then we've got one tonight, Ooh, two yeah. on Sunday. So uh, yeah. it is like we're doing a lot of evening stuff after work. So that's yeah. why it's like hard to find time to, to record on time. So we're going to, during quarantine, we're going to ditch the we're back every Thursday. We're back every week yeah we'll do episodes we'll do our best as best as we can once a week um and see how we go from there yeah okay uh the good thing is though we've watched a load of tv in that time that we don't have in that time (laughs) that we don't have um and we've played a lot of switch yeah we have i mean we could say we haven't recorded the podcast on time because we've been playing too much animal crossing that could potentially be the case (laughs) But I have been playing it before work, on my break, and on my lunch, and yeah. then after work, so... Yeah, and then I'll finish work about six, and then I'll play for a couple of hours. Yeah. Which is really bad. I should be being more productive with my time, but just finding it so addictive. We're in a crappy situation in the world, so we're allowed to enjoy ourselves. Yeah, it's true, and... Because we got it a month after everybody else, we've got a lot of Animal Crossing catch-up to do. Yeah, and um, it also means that there's guides out already. So I imagine when everyone else first started and bought it and received it on time, mm. um, they'll have to figure it out themselves. But we're just to, like isn't it? flying through it. Yeah, I think like... So my problem with the game mm. is there's days where there's no point in playing the game because it's like your shop's being upgraded and you won't have any access to this thing. You're like, well, I need access to that in order to progress. Yeah, so now, I understand that. I mean, it's sort of like, you know, the iPhone games where it's like you have to wait 24 hours to build whatever on, on like a Farmville-style games. Yeah. It's very similar to that in a way. I know what you mean, but I also think because you're the secondary character... Because, like, obviously, it's it's my game, so I played it first. That made right. me... Um, so it's it's one... I'm buddies with Tom Nook, whereas you're just, you're just there. One island per switch. per switch, which is, I don't know, again, that's a bit of a cop-out. Mm, I know what you mean, but... They're, they're, to be honest, there are two negatives about the game. I can't I have my own island. Been, I think it's always been one area, because um, on the GameCube, I'm pretty sure... Me and my sister shared a house. Right. We lived in the same house. At least to get my own house. Yeah, you got your own house. Still, you know what I mean. And you've made a creepy, creepy house 
with clouds for floor. Right. Yeah, but and fans che- fans cheering on my house. Yeah, we'll we'll do a screenshot on the switch and we'll post it on on Instagram. Because <laughs> yeah. Jack's house is weird. Yeah. So the so the positives about the game is it is really fun to play. Oh, you've lost hours. Um. Or have I gained? hours no um, like the other night you said I'm going to play Smash Bros after I finish catching these fish and then two hours I came downstairs and you were still on Animal Crossing and then I went to bed and an hour later I text you saying come to bed yeah. and you are still on Animal Crossing <laughs> okay so in order to like visit other islands like in game random islands and they have potential to give you more rewards you have to earn air miles and to earn air miles, you do like Nook goals, mile. nook miles, sorry, which are basically air miles. Um, you do goals and objectives around the island, which is like chop wood, catch plant fish. trees, catch fish, that sort of thing. And when you've done your five daily ones, which usually have like a multiplier bonus, they just keep going on and on and on in an infinite loop. So I've basically been spending my time getting it so that I can smash the um, Nook Mile goals yeah. as fast as I can all the time um, so I can go to these islands and then it's just this infinite loop of that. So when I was like, oh, I'll just catch these five fish, I'd do that and then it would come up saying... Pop a balloon. Yeah, pop a balloon or chop ten wood. And yeah. I'm like, oh, I can do that dead quick. And then that I can do that dead quick turns into doing maybe like... Three hours more. 30, 30 more of these tasks. <laughs> And then I'll go to an island and then be disappointed that I didn't get a good island. Yeah. And it's just basically loops of that. Yeah, and you've lost half a day. But yeah. Like, we we do play very differently. Like, I'm there, like, greeting all of the islanders. I'm just like, oh, good morning. Your house is so beautiful. I love you, Blue Bear. Yeah. Um, whereas Jack's just like, oh, one of my tasks today is speak to the island. <laughs> yeah, I'll speak to the islanders if they ask me, if I have to speak to the island. Yeah. Does. I'll catch bugs if I have to catch bugs. I'll catch fish if I have to catch fish. I'm always like trying to make my house nicer. And then I'm like, oh, this would look nice in the town. And you're just like dumping stuff everywhere. Like there's tires all over our go- all over our <laughs> island. And it's really annoying. I only dump the tires when my inventory is full. Yeah, but then you don't pick them back up. Well, yeah. It's because I've got other tasks to do. If one of the tasks was pick up tires, I'd do that. So there we go. Uh, yeah, as you can see, we're... Very invested into Animal Crossing. <laughs> Which, thank God, because after me ranting since January about it, yeah. I'm glad I do enjoy it. Because as soon as I pulled it out the box, I was like, what if I don't like this game? Yeah. I was so nervous. <laughs> but we've had the Switch now for two week. weeks. It's only a week, Jack. It's only a week? Yeah. Wow. It feels like two. We've been playing it a lot. Um, okay. We've had the Switch now for a week, and it's definitely been worth um, like what we paid for. It. Yeah, like I really like the fact that you can take the Switch out of the holder and play it handheld. So like I, when the sun was out the other day on my lunch, I sat in the garden and played it so that I did, yeah. did see daylight. <laughs> I like the versatility of it. So you can take it out of its... Well, when it's in its like holster, you can play it on the TV. Yeah. Um, then the two Joy-Con controllers, you can either have them in either hand or you can attach them to like um, control pad. A, a control pad type yeah. holster Yeah. and then if you turn them 90 degrees they become two pads each so you can play yeah. multiplayer. They still work similar to a Wii remote because yeah. they've got the motion control. Yeah. So they do so, like we were looking we ideally want to buy another pad so that when we're allowed people around we can have four player games or 
we can sit comfortably with the like holstered controls yeah. each. Because um, as far as the multiplayer goes, it is fine, but they are still quite small pads. Yeah, like it, I found it a little bit difficult on Smash Bros. Yeah. To play, but well, when we, we multiplayer Animal Crossing, even that's a little bit challenging yeah. at times. But because uh, you have limited buttons then. Yeah. Um, but. Still, so much versatility. So we, at first we had shots because it's £65 for a new controller. And that's reduced from 70 in some places. Yeah. So we're not going to grab one just yet. No. But um, we're going to save up and buy a I new controller at some point. I love the design of it. Like when I see like pictures of other people's switches now, I'm just like, heh. Oh, yeah, so, so ugly. <laughs> Lisa's got specifically the Animal, Animal Crossing, Crossing edition. version. That, that's why it was so frustrating because it wasn't just... Oh, just buy another Switch. It was, no, this is a special edition Switch. Yeah. And when you buy the special edition Animal Crossing Switch, you get given the Animal Crossing game. And inside the game, Tom Nook gives you the Animal Crossing Switch to go inside your house, which is worth like 135,000 bells. <laughs> oh, God. Or 35,000 bells, maybe. It's, yeah, it's, I think I it's 35,000. Anyway, um, yeah, so the other game we've got on it, not to rattle on about the Switch for too long, um, is Super Smash Bros. Yeah. So me and Lisa have had a few games of that, just and like rubbish. normal Smash mode. Um, you've only played it for a little bit. I know. And then I've been doing the, I think it's like a new game mode, which is like a spirit It's like a story. Board. Yeah, it's a story, and you basically have like spirits that help you fight, and you have to set up each different fight to your advantage or if you play at a disadvantage you get more rewards it's it's quite entertaining mm. um and i think because each fight's completely different it never has that repetition of oh i've got to do the same fight again yeah. or the same fight again you can set up each one some of them are like over in 10 seconds some of them are over in two minutes so it's a good way of like just playing through without having to do the same game mode all over again yeah. and as you go through you unlock all the different characters and there's so many different characters to unlock so that's been Quite fun to play when I'm not playing Animal Crossing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been that's been fun. It's it's been good having the Switch. Definitely, it's one of my favourite purchases. Yeah, you can, I can understand why it's so high in demand. Yeah. Um, and so and as well, I don't think you have to pay for the updates either, do you? So like when Animal Crossing has a, a DLC, that we'll just get that. I don't know what that means. Uh, downloadable <laughs> content. So if there's like a big. Um, like add-on so if they they're on about bringing out new content in the next couple of months uh we should just get that without having like to like overwatch yeah 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 oh cool so then that helps justify the price for a lot of the games so like smash bros is like 50 quid <laughs> animal crossing 50 quid and it's a lot yeah. of money to pay for uh, it sometimes it feels like there's not as much content in the game does that make sense like Zelda looks like a full game oh, that you can pay 50 quid for because you get like 128 hours worth of gameplay I'm pretty sure we've played at least 128 hours on Animal Crossing yeah I know but you're doing the same thing over and over that's again that's your fault <laughs> it's not my fault how's that my fault <laughs> anyway uh, yeah that's that's about being the Switch that's yeah been, that's I been love it good. I'm so happy it's, it's here and it um, looks beautiful otherwise how how's your how's your life going how's my life well let me tell you pal <laughs> no no my, my life's fine thank you Jack that's good um 
our barbecue fell over before. Oh, it's so windy today. We're yeah. recording on Friday, which is a day late, um, but we're doing it. We're here. Yeah. Um, and it's so windy. It's meant to be like this till Monday. We're hoping that it doesn't pick up too much on the microphone. We did do a test. And you can hear it a little bit, so sorry. When it gets really bad outside, yeah. you can hear it. So if it does pick up, we're really sorry about that. Yeah, so our barbecue's just fell down. Yeah. It's upside down at the minute in the garden. It was so nice yesterday. I know. Um, but yeah, glad there's a long weekend ahead of us. Yep. Um, I mean, we watched some telly. We have indeed. Yeah, right. Should we get into it? Yeah. All right. So, should we start with the new series of Shit's Creek? Ah, oh, so happy Netflix. Thank you for finally bringing us Shit's Creek, the final season. Yeah, so I'm sure we talked about Shit's Creek before on the podcast. Yeah. But just to bring everyone up to speed, essentially synopsis, it's about a very well-off rich family that lose everything apart from a small town that the dad of the family bought, as a joke. bought for a joke for his son's birthday. And then they realise that's the only asset they have left is this small rural town in the middle of nowhere. And that's where they end up spending their lives. Yeah, they've got to move into a motel in this town called Shit Creek. Um, and it's just about them trying to ad- ad- adapt to a new lifestyle. Yeah, It's good. It's very funny. It's Daniel Levy. Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara. Right. Um, so that's, yeah, that sort of brings you up yeah. to the pace a little bit. So we're now on series six. Think, or series five? I think it's five, but I'm not sure. I'm yeah. rubbish with this. So we need to write things down. Right. Um, but it's the final season. I do know that. And I am trying to stagger them because we're very good at binging TV. Oh, yeah. Um, so we've, we've been, been doing two episodes a night. Because oh, yeah. They're only 20 minutes long, so it's hard <laughs> to just do the one. But it's so funny. Catherine O'Hara is so brilliant in this. Like, I mean, all the characters are, but she is just, she's like, David. <laughs> so what we were saying is like how hard it must be to work with Catherine O'Hara in these scenes oh, she's because she's just so funny. Like, I don't know how they could, she'll choose maybe one or two words per line and just say it in a completely Weird. different My favourite is the way she says baby. She goes, oh, the bebe. <laughs> but how do people not, like, burst out laughing? <laughs> you know, when they hear it for the first time. Yeah, like, how is she going to say this sentence? Like, like if I was great. her, I'd do my table reads, just normal, mm. so that it comes across. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can't really think so good. of, like, a, a, a decent example without butchering it, but... Shits Creek's one of them shows that I'm, like... You know, like, we've started watching The American Office, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight years after it finished. And I wish it was one of them shows that I watched it while it was on. Yeah. Shits Creek's one of them shows that I think in five, ten years' time, people will appreciate it and be like, oh, this is so good. Oh. I don't remember this being on or whatever. But I, I feel like... It's one of them shows. The general, like, synopsis of the episodes are really boring as well. <laughs> but I think because the characters are so good, like, that's what makes it so funny. Mm. Um, like, I don't know, one of them the other day was the on about buying more hotels or motels, and then it has termites in. You're like, eh, there's, there's, there's nothing really much to this. Or um, David and uh, what's the name of the girl who works in the motel? Stevie. Uh, David and Stevie try and get a job at a, that was an airline. Really it's, just, it's really like dull synopsis. But, like but mundane then... things that would happen day to day. 
Yeah. But they make they make it so weird and funny and the way the way they like the mannerisms and the way they talk and treat people. I guess it's great. like Friends or Seinfeld or any like any sort of like sitcom in a way, isn't it? Like, oh well, yeah. Every, it's just every a normal got a mundane, but lifestyle, situ- yeah, life yeah. situation, but just with that extra ridiculousness to it. Well, that's why they need to it. they need stuff like that so it's relatable. Yeah, yeah. So that you'll and then yeah. it's like some of the lines that um, the characters come up with as well and like. The mayor of the town, uh, Roland. Roland, he is just like a bit of a doofus, just a bit of an idiot. Uh, but like when you listen to his like excuses and reasons for doing things, sometimes they make com- complete sense if you think of the way he thinks. Yeah. And other times you're just like, where did that come from? Yeah. Um, if you've never watched Shit's Creek before... What I recommend doing is giving it three episodes before you make your decision on it. Yeah. Because I was recommended it a while ago. The title of the show put me off it. Um, And then I watched the first episode and I was like, oh, I'm not enjoying this. Uh And then a few episodes in, I was like, oh, my God, I love this show. Like, instantly become obsessed. I think a few comedies are like that as well. Yeah, you've just got to give them a chance to get going. They've got to get past the pilot at least. Yeah. Pilots are always crap. Well, yeah, not necessarily. The Scrubs pilot was really good. Mm. Um, but how long are the episodes of Shit's Creek? They're about 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Yeah, and that's... So, 20 minute episodes. And to, we think it's five seasons now. Yeah. Um, and that's all on Netflix. Yeah. It's definitely, definitely one to watch. Do you want me to check what, how many seasons? Yeah. Yeah, so it is, it is six, six seasons. seasons. Sorry, yeah. Six seasons all on Netflix, 20 minutes long. Definitely, definitely worth the watch. Yeah. Um, what else have we watched? Uh, we started watching something that I want to do a quick, like, disclaimer almost. Discl- okay. I hate Ricky Gervais with a passion. I hate him. I do. I, do, I hate his face. I hate that he talks. And I hate when he goes, hmm, hmm, at the end of each sentence. Right. He talks over people. I just think he's arrogant. I hate him in the office. I hate him in interviews. But I was going to give this show a chance, and I'm glad I did, because I actually really enjoyed it. Right. Um, it's Afterlife on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Because he doesn't act like Ricky Gervais. Sometimes he does, but he's depressed, so he, he's allowed to. Right, okay. Do you know what I mean? So my, my standpoint on Ricky Gervais, I enjoyed The Office, but nowhere near as much as The American Office. Mm. I really liked Extras, because that is just hilarious like the special guests he get on gets on there is what makes it extra funny like daniel radcliffe with the condom for instance is a really funny scene um i didn't like Derek. no i gave that to maybe three episodes and i just didn't enjoy it whatsoever um but and and since then i've been putting off afterlife i think i've been recommended it and thought no do you know what i didn't like Derek. I, i'm all right for Ricky the main Trace, reason thanks. i didn't want to watch it is i was just like like so many people like it makes me cry so much right and it's, it's so hard to get yourself to start a tv show that you know is gonna make you feel upset right because it's not like just like little tears it's proper sad like you feel sad i think that's another reason right because I felt Derek, um, I think Ricky Trace and Derek was being insensitive. Yeah. Where with Afterlife, I'm so glad we watched this show because, like, at first, like, seeing it advertised, I thought, oh, God, he's just going to be insensitive about this and it's just going to be classic Ricky Gervais. I mean, sometimes he is, but they do it in a, cle- a more clever way. There's just more... It's, it's insensitive, but with, like, that... 
hint of empathy yeah. behind it as well. I know what you mean. Like it's always to the right person for the right reasons. Yeah. And it's all it's all very quick, like the the emotion in within it. So basically, Ricky Gervais's character, his wife passed I away. I was about to say, should we do a synopsis? Yeah. yeah, she had cancer and she passed away. But she left him a video of like how to live your life. Make sure you do this. Make sure you don't wallow. Make sure you tidy the house. Look feed after yourself. Dog. Feed the dog. Yeah. Uh, telling him he's a good person. So you tend to start each episode watching a little clip of this and then watch him get on with his life. Um, and it's, it's heartbreaking because like, things will remind him of her. Yeah, all and, the time. He's, yeah. he's suicidal. He hates his job. He's I just, don't think he hates his job. I just don't think he feels when, like he's... Yeah. I think it's more that he just, like, now that his wife's gone, he's like, my it job is pointless. actually crap. Yeah. I just, yeah, I didn't progress in my career because I was his, focused on my family. His world was... His wife. His wife. And I think and that's... that's now gone. Uh, and he's he's very good at doing, you know, that staring into the distance and getting a bit watery-eyed. Yeah. Without actually crying. Yeah. You know, when you just think, oh, I don't know. You proper it's, feel for him in the we've show. We've both cried yeah. quite a bit watching this, haven't we? This is... That was going to be my next point. So... You, you sort of understand his emotions mm. and understand the way he's behaving um, because for the first few episodes he's basically just going around not giving a flying monkey about flying <laughs> monkey <laughs> uh, I'm really bad at not swearing yeah like a choice of words for not swearing do you know what I mean anyway he, he doesn't give one to anything he does how he acts the way he talks to people or anything um, and I think that's what sort of helps the emotions because you'll be really upset about a scene you've just watched, but then the scene after, you're like, go and tell a kid in a playground <laughs> something really ridiculous and really, really like rude and disgusting. Yeah, like shocking. Shocking. But because it's so funny, you've just gone from crying at something really sad to laughing at something really ridiculous. Yeah. And then... It's, it sort of balances you back out yeah. for the rest of the episode. That's the one thing that I really appreciate because, like I said, I can't remember the last time a TV show made me cry this mm. much, um, but I still enjoy it. And the last time I could think was This Is Us, but This Is Us isn't a comedy. So no. yeah. sometimes we'd watch an episode of This Is Us and we'd sit in silence for like an hour afterwards because we'd just feel down. Yeah, just like no and words. The first episode of Afterlife... I was a bit worried about you because you, you don't like sad things. Like when I took you to see the theory of everything, you weren't the same for like a good two hours afterwards. Yeah. Um. So after the first episode of Afterlife, you were a bit quiet and I was like, oh no. But we powered through and you like it now. Yeah, well, we're on series two now. Mm. And, um, you know, like the whole show isn't Ricky Gervais just mourning and being a... Pillock. Pillock to everyone. Um, it, it does sort of pick up a bit and now by like series two it's it's got a, a slightly different tone. feel and tone to yeah. it but still the first episode I thought ah, you can tell oh they've come back to series two to do this yeah but now I'm used to that sort of newer flow yeah. and it, it hasn't really changed that much it's just I felt no, like it's just, a, I don't a, feel a like significant he's, change he's as sad in this season so yeah. it, it has got a different and, and I think because it, he's moving on and it needed that because by the end of season one you're sort of like you're not oh I'm done watching you just be sad all the time but you are like a bit ready for a change of pace yeah and they, they've got that right I think in series yeah. two he, he, he has moved on a little bit but not enough 
yeah. to like you know suggest that is completely over the whole thing. Or I mean, I don't think you'll ever like, be. No, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's moved on enough because I think you need to see that character growth, not only for the progress in the show, but also so you you're not like, oh god, I hope this doesn't happen to me because look, it's taken him two series to sort his life out. Um, <laughs> How many series will it take me? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, um, but yeah, Afterlife. It's been. I've really enjoyed really it. Yeah, enjoyed I'm really it. glad we watched it. Again, these are about twenty-five minute long episodes. I think. Oh, I have no idea. Actually, there no isn't. Idea. They're not large series. I think it's between six and eight episodes per series. Are you short? I think so. The episodes mean. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Pretty I'm sure. Like yeah, pretty sure they're quite short because we again we limited this to like two episodes a night each. Did we? Uh, yeah, because we're still on series two. We haven't finished it. Okay. Um, That's what's making me think that the longer because I feel like we've been watching it for. Ages. Well, no, because we watched a bit of Afterlife. We watched a bit of Shit's Creek and. We've been watching our final show that we've been watching together that we can talk about. And I had no idea this was coming back. No, neither did I. It was such a nice surprise. Haven't we already had one series of it recently? Yes. This year? I'm sure we've had it this year or maybe late last year. It probably been late last year. And you know when you're on Netflix and it goes, new series coming soon, new series coming this date. We've talked about it on the podcast. That's what I mean, so it can't be that old. It's not that old. Anyway... I was just browsing Netflix the other day, looking oh, for something to watch exciting. with work, and I saw our man Justin Wilman turn <gasps> up. I was like, I've, I've not seen him do that trick. I've not seen him do that at all. And uh, I looked, a new series of Magic for Humans. Magic for Humans. Oh, the best magic show on Netflix, hands down. Yeah, definitely. I am a bit of a magic nerd. Yep. So I, I love I love Justin Wilman. Yeah, I love it. I think it's so good. It's so weird as well because the day before it came out, I was watching Gilmore Girls, and there's the first day of Yale for Rory. Uh, she sat in a classroom, and Justin Wilman walked in, put some papers on the table, and then walked out. And wow. I sent you a video. And then the next day, Magic for Humans came to Netflix. See, he magicked magic. himself into Gilmore Girls magic'd and then magicked himself. as a season three. It's weird because I was watching, and I will stop talking about Gilmore Girls soon. Um, I watched Gilmore Girls because I've been rewatching it with work. And I noticed John Hamm. And I'd never noticed John Hamm oh, before. Really? So I googled like celebrities that have showed up in Gilmore Girls. And there's quite a few. But Justin Wilman wasn't mentioned. So that oh, was the oh, spot. Okay. Maybe he's not big enough yet. No. Although it was really nice, we like Instagram story that we were watching it, and he reposted. Yeah, which is cool. Always nice when someone takes the time to do that. Yeah, definitely. Um. So yeah, series three, just as good as any of the other series. It's still got some of the best. Like he does normal magic, but then they'll have like a little segment which might be like magic for Susans. I love magic. For where Susans. he does um, magic for someone called Susan. Mm-hmm. He has trick questions. Trick, trick questions. questions. Where he does a a trick and then asks a completely Weird strange question. question like who put that snake there, and then like <laughs> it throws people off a little bit. Um, I think a new segment is spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Which is so funny because it's always got (laughs) like the volunteer person with him and he'll start start it by going, it's in your pocket. Then he does a trick and goes, where do you think it's gone? And they're like, don't know. I don't know. And it's whether they're either like bemused because they're like, what have I just seen? So now my brain's not working. Yeah, I think they're just probably overwhelmed that they're in front of a camera. Uh, Yeah, I was going to say they're on TV. 
But it, he says, like, it's on your car keys. But I wonder if when people say, is it on my car keys, they don't use them clips. Because uh, it's funnier. Yeah, when, when they confused. don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. But that's a, that's a good segment. Uh, that and close-up magic. Close-up magic is... <laughs> I think it's new to this series or maybe last series. So, yeah. um, but he literally gets, like... Face to face. An inch away from your face. Yeah. And like, then just magic. And then he boops your nose at the end. You know when, like... Um, boxers or UFC fighters do the whole thing before the fight and they, they stare each other down and there's all that like <laughs> like hype for the match yeah it's like that but friendly yeah that's, that's actually that's how close they get in they're like really in each other's nose to nose uh, faces and he just uh, <laughs> there was one where he pulled out like a really really tiny deck of cards oh yeah <laughs> and then yeah he, he boops them he goes boop boop on the nose um, but We've had like it's a bit of a plethora of shows this week, but all comedies. Yeah. There's like Magic for Humans, which we were trying to limit. We just blitzed through that. Oh, when and we played the last episode, and I was waiting for the next episode sign to come up in the corner, and it didn't. Oh, and I was no. like, no, it's, it's over. It's heartbreaking. <laughs> uh, Shit's Creek and Afterlife. Yeah. So I think if you wanted like an easy evening and you had about three hours to kill, you could Go do. For it. I'd, I'd go Shit's Creek because mm. it's a good comedy to get you going. Afterlife because it's like that emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Um, while still being funny, and then to completely cheer you back up from Afterlife, throw on some magic, magic for, for humans. humans. You might have had a few drinks by then as well, so you're just bl- as blown yeah. away by the magic as as everyone on the TV is. <laughs> I'm blown away all the time. <laughs> I mean, so so it's gotta be fake. No magic wheel, Jack. <sighs> I knew it. I knew it. I'm still waiting on that letter from Hogwarts. <laughs> no, you mug. Um, but, yeah, weirdly, there's there's one show I've watched on my own, which I'll talk about. But have you watched anything, like... I started watching a Netflix show called Sweet Magnolias. Right. Oh, is that the one that you watched Good Lord. Yesterday? Avoid at all costs. It was awful. I mean, I only watched the pilot, so maybe I'll give it another go. But, yeah. jeez Louise... Um, it's got actresses that you recognise it's got the girl from Drop Dead Diva in the main character and it's got a girl from stuff you you see her around a lot but I can't tell you what she's been in Um, it's just like a cheesy I don't know it's crap (laughs) speaking of Drop Dead yeah what's the show that we don't want to watch anymore Dead to Me Dead to Me Uh, right so Dead to Me season one really good really enjoyed it great first season well I really fully enjoyed it when we watched it I was like this is really good I really hope they don't come back for a second season because I don't know where else they could go yeah and they should have taken my my advice in fact it didn't even end on a cliffhanger it It just ended with a a shock didn't it I mean they ended it with a set up for a new series and I was like oh for god's sake you were doing so well yeah. and I know it's not going to be good next season it could have been a good one off one off quick series yeah um, it had the lady out of Anchorman in <laughs> and hang on Christina Applegate Christina Applegate and the other lady mm, very good don't know her name sorry can't help you um, sorry Dead to Me series 2 we've given it two episodes oh god it's crap it feels like they sacked their entire writing team and got a new writing team in and just went, do you know what? Go wild. Go wild. And um, sure. 
you know, we'll just we'll just pick any anything. I mean, we might like I might just continue with it. Maybe do like one episode every now and then. Yeah, I think we should. And if it gets better, to give it the benefit know. of the doubt. But right now, terrible. Well, I think the problem with it is it's touching on that almost telenovela vibe with with the big shock in episode two, series two. Um, I just think... It's not that kind of show. For me, I feel like the last episode of the first series was a big, like, oh, my goodness. Mm. And they wrote that before they had an idea of where How it was going to be. How to do series two. Yeah. yeah. And then they've cheaped out on excuses. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes, yeah. They've just used crap excuses for the second season. And you're just like... Like, the first episode of the second season, I yep. the ending of that episode, I was like... <gasps> and then episode two started, and I was like... Oh, we're going down this road. Okay. Yeah. I wanted to know where it was like... The first episode was pretty dull, but then it had a big, good twist at the end. Don't yeah. want to give away any spoilers, but it was a bit of a twist. I know. Then you're like, oh, okay, okay. You've 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 got me. You've hooked me in. But now what? Mm. Like, we're, we're, what what's going okay. on here? I'm just episode two. Just honestly, got to be one of the worst episodes of, of anything I've seen in a while. <laughs> anything it was just so bad yeah it was a load of trifle it might as well have been and then they woke up and it was all a dream dream. that's that's what i meant by like the excuses you can go down a road of uh, just creative but they didn't they've gone down basically that it was all a dream mode yeah where it's just like a child written this have they just hired all of the interns in the world to write this second season all right anyway we'll we'll, we'll give it an episode (laughs) we'll give an episode every now and then and uh, see where we're at. Go One on. thing we haven't done is, oh. is is ratings. If you just want to blast through dead quick. Okay, five, five, five. Five, five, five. <laughs> really? No. Afterlife, five? No. I'm only joking. Ratings. Shit's Creek. Four and a half. Yep, I'd say four it, for it's me. It's lost the half because it's the final season. <laughs> four because... I, I don't know. It, it's, it's fine. It, it's fine, yeah. Yeah. Uh, afterlife? Uh, four and a, Four. Yeah, four because I don't like how sad it makes me. Yeah, it's is very like gripping at times, um, but still fantastic. Uh, what about you? After you just have four. Um, you did magic for humans. Magic for humans. That's a, that's it's, a good four and a half out. Of, it, yeah, it's four and a half for me as well. My reason for not giving it a good five is that there's never enough episodes. Come on, Justin, sort yourself out. Mine is like I just feel like he says there's no camera tricks but there's got to be camera tricks sometimes yeah and i don't like it when they go yeah and we don't use camera tricks but actually we do like it's Mm. a bit too like listening to politicians um (laughs) okay right and then dead to me series dead to me series two two right now it's got a one sorry one yeah Yeah, and that's being nice um, I have one show that on. I've been watching. It's been my uh, whilst working show. Um, and I, I didn't really know whether I wanted to watch it or not, but then I thought, as far as documentaries go with Netflix, they do tend the to... One. Yeah, they do tend to get picked up by a lot of people, so it's worth watching so that you can join in on that discussion if somebody else has been watching it as well. Mm. Um, because I like basketball. But I don't go out of my way to watch it or play it. But say there was a game on, I would happily sit and watch it because it's enjoyable to watch. Just like football, really. Like, take a leave football, but if there's a game on, I'll happily watch it. So on, so forth. Um, 
So, yeah, the documentary I'm talking about is the new one on Netflix, The Last Dance, which is about uh, the Chicago Bulls winning six uh, NBA championships almost in a row in like a space of maybe within 10 years. Can't quite remember. They won six championships. I don't think it's been done since. Okay. And it's just, yeah, it's essentially just about that, really. So they, they, it had, it, it reminded me a lot of, uh, what's it called? It reminded me a lot of The Defiant Ones, which was the documentary about Dr. Dre and Gene okay. Levine uh, making beats. It was just done in a very similar way, very similar. I mean, all documentaries are very similar, but with it being Netflix, like they got, you know, the big names, they got all the, uh, the people involved and like interviewed them and so on. What I really enjoyed about this was they interviewed a bunch of people and then during some of the interviews with like Michael Jordan, uh, Dennis Rodman, uh, and I can't remember the name of the other guy, Pippin, Pip, can't remember his name. Um, they'd show them clips and then get reactions of what people have been saying in like previous interviews or like an interview that was coming out so you could get that reaction, which I thought was interesting because it's not just like, here's what this person's saying, here's what this person's saying, and now you have to paint the story for yourself and their opinion of it, that you actually got first time, oh, I didn't realise they thought that, or what have you. Um, but I thought it was a pretty good documentary. Um, one thing I would say about it is it, it jumps around the timeline a lot of a period of about 15 to 20 years, and it keeps jumping back and forth. And then it'll do five minutes on like 1998 and then five minutes of 1991. And like, because it's bouncing around so much, it is really hard to just like, I I didn't really understand what story it was trying to tell by showing me all these things. Right. Um, So it's really, yeah, finished it. It's like, I thought it was only going to be quite short, but it's 10 episodes long, all 50 minutes each. So it's a good like, you know, eight hours or so uh, worth of of documentary. They had a lot of footage Mm. and a lot of story to tell. It felt like quite a bit of it was repeated. It was almost like they told you the sort of top view of the story in the first two episodes and then spent the remaining eight episodes going through each side. And I guess like one thing they do is they sort of do like a Michael Jordan episode, Dennis Rodman episode, uh, whatever the name of the other guy is. I thought is. Dennis Rodman was an actor. I'm pretty sure his name's Dennis Rodman. I may be getting that completely wrong, which is mad because I've just spent the last week watching this series. Um, But yeah, because it bounced around the timeline so much, that got quite annoying. Yeah. Um, And the first couple of episodes, there was a lot of, well, you know, I just worked harder than everybody else. And when they told me I couldn't do it, I just worked harder. And then they told me I couldn't do this, so I just worked harder. And like, I've I've heard this story before (laughs) with any sort of like you know, global champion of anything or like the best in the world. Because what makes them the best in the world is they just work harder. That's what they do. They just work and work and work and work and work and work. And then they get, you know, opportunities and stuff. Yeah. Um, bit of luck, bit of hard work and all of that. And I thought, oh, I've, I've seen this story before, but then more and more unfolds and there's more and more like I didn't know. And then you sort of see all sides of Michael Jordan during that time period okay and it's, did they talk about Space Jam they touch on Space Jam for yeah, a little bit so one interesting thing about Space Jam was it was when he had retired gone to baseball and then come back to basketball I think well don't they mention that in the movie yes I think so um, but it was on his training to come back and he was out of shape as a basketball player so he's like who's so the best trainer for me he was trying Bugs to get Bunny. back to like the number one like player 
of all time at the t- well number one player at the time and um he was out in la like on the warner brothers lot and they built him they built him a basketball facility and in order for him to when, when you're playing in order to be as good at the top level you've got to be playing people at the top level so they like have loads of like essentially pickup games but with all pros so mm. it became like the new cool thing to do was go to the Space Jam facility, play a game of basketball with Michael Jordan, and that was it. And they'd have all these games, and they said it was like really fun because it, like they're not, they weren't playing in competition. Just there's fun. no officials. They're just having a laugh, just like top of the game, top of the game professionals. But essentially, they're just mates having a couple of games of basketball. Um, but as the documentary goes, I thought it was pretty spot on. Really, it is really interesting gave you a lot of insight you saw sides to people you wouldn't normally see there's a really sad bit about when michael's dad passes away um but when he returns to basketball he he wins some like major competition on father's day right and there's like a bit where he's just like like howling on the floor in in tears because of how upset it makes him but i thought that's like a really like interesting well it just makes scene that you see just makes them feel more like, relatable, relatable and human, and human because you know they are big celebrities and they've got money that can let them have anything they want but when something yeah. like that happens you know they, they're just not they're just normal people yeah exactly and yeah that for me was just like really worth watching yeah so i've gone from not expecting to get much out well not wanting to watch it really but then i thought well go on i'll give it a go uh, to mm, it's it's just that dull like work hard become a champion story and then it was so much more so I highly recommend watching it now. Oh, would you rate it? Uh, I'm gonna rate it four out of five. Cool. Yeah, that's quite high. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. That's where I'm at. Cool. So Jack, have you got a game for us this week? <laughs> no, no game. Unfortunately, no game and a lot of Netflix. Yeah. I basically just watched everything on Netflix this week. Well, other channels should be working the backsides up to do a better job then, shouldn't <laughs> Yeah, they? there's loads of shows. We just got to get around to watching them. Um, yeah, sorry, no game this week. That's mainly because I've spent most of my time making quizzes uh, for family and friends and doing other people's quizzes as well on these Zoom calls, etc. Wow. So I'm a bit quizzed out. I'm a bit... Yeah, questioned out for now, but I'll make sure that I've got a quiz for next week. <gasps> you heard it here first. Yeah, because I understand you did two last time. I did do so two. So it is, it is my turn. Um, so I'll make sure we've got a, a quiz lined up for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Nice, short but sweet. Yeah, no cool things this week. My Switch is awesome. <laughs> yeah, the Switch. My mum bought me some peonies. Oh, yeah. So how come only two of them have bloomed? Oh, the third one's on its way. This is because they've not bloomed yet. Fair enough. It was really, really cool. <laughs> so these flowers turned up and they're all like inside the buds. Then we went and did a quick Aldi shop. Came back and two of them are like, bam, bam, big flower looking things. And that's the way they go. <laughs> right. So again, apologies for the late episode. Yeah. But we'll be back again next week with more TV reviews. Try and get a few films in. I still need to watch The Goonies. Been promising to watch that for a while, so I will get round to doing that. Hey, you guys. <laughs> uh, and please, yeah, send any recommendations in. Yeah, for sure. If you've got things that aren't on Netflix, that'd be great because clearly we don't venture out further than Netflix during quarantine. <laughs> Yeah, I reckon if people send in recommendations, that is what makes them a peer of the pod. Yeah, send us a recommendation to become a peer of the pod. 
you can join Rick. And Craig. And Craig. And Martin. And me dad, yeah. Who's like, my dad said, I want to be a peer of the pod. And I said, well, you're not allowed. You're, <laughs> of course you're allowed. You're, <laughs> you're a family member. You're father of, like, one of the podcast hosts. So that automatically makes you a peer. Although I don't know if mum listens, so, you know, that's on her. But Martin listens. Just waffling now. Yeah, I am. Thanks for listening. Right, see you all next week. Ciao. Thank you for listening. If you could leave us a review, it helps more people find the show. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at PerfectCastPod. Or you can send us an email at theperfectcastpod at gmail.com. All links in the show notes and we'll see you next week. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.